How'd I come up there? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. It's been a minute, hasn't it? Uh, I'm your host, Dean Holtz Apple. With me, as always, is uh, my uh, compatriot. Uh, you know him. You love him. Uh, he's, uh, he's, hey, look, look at him. He, he's, he's beautiful. You know, he's a gorgeous man. Uh, George Rogers. Hey, guys. How are we doing? Uh, so before we get into anything, let's explain what has happened over the course of the last two and a half weeks. Uh, I had COVID. Um, now, granted, only like the first like 36 hours kind of sucked. I would actually say like the first like 24 hours kind of sucked. Um, but I'll give it a few extra hours. But um, and just what you know, with the holidays and then, um, you know, this Omicron variant is just running rampant. George, I'm I cannot believe you guys haven't gotten it. I mean, I'm happy you guys haven't gotten it. But just like everybody got it. <laughs> so I, it's like you're the only people that I know didn't get it. Knock wood. Yeah, I did. I did see Chris the other day. So yeah, but we were uh, wearing masks and we didn't touch. So that's good. Yeah, we um, maintained a distance. Yeah. Um. So, and that's so basically it was kind of that. Like I just didn't really feel like recording. I also didn't want to contaminate my studio. Um. Because the last thing I wanted to do is have to wipe down this entire studio while still like actively having COVID. So, um. So we just kind of took the rest of the year off, but here we are, um, and uh, we're here to do, uh, yeah, you guessed it, everybody. We're doing Ghostbusters 2016. Nobody guessed it. <laughs> um, not a single, not a single person. Yeah, um, but we are doing Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, I've seen it three times. George has seen it twice. Uh, my third and George's second time was together. Uh, this past Tuesday. Um, and we decided uh, just the other day, we were trying to pick a movie to do and we were like, well, fuck it. This works out perfectly because this week coming up on big geek energy, we're going to kind of do a, uh, I guess, is it like a, the future of the MCU? Like, like come upcoming projects, what we're excited for stuff like that. Is that what we decided we're doing? So I thought we were just going to see you. I thought we were just going to talk about the MCU in general. Because yeah. we really haven't yet. Yeah, it's something to do with the MCU. I can't exactly remember what we're going to So, But it ties into that. Um, and it's a great movie. So um, we figured, fuck it, let's just do it. Um, and here we are. We're about to talk about it. So um, with uh, with that being said, um, let's, uh, I guess let's go. Let's rock and roll, right? Rock and roll? Yeah. Rock yeah. and roll is noise pollution. Um, so, <laughs> George. When did you first see this? A few weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do believe, yeah, I did. I think I said it on the, the Die Harder podcast that I had saw this because I went opening night uh, and then I went the following that Sunday opening weekend. So and then a week later, I go. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, it was great. And um you know, I, I to I don't know how you're opening your well not your opening because you didn't go opening night, but like your your um theater was, but like every time a big moment happened in this in 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 the movie, um you know there was applause and you know cheers and stuff like that, and I'm 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 okay with that stuff if it depending on the movie, um and you know what it, it just kind of felt nice because you know I've been to the movies uh you know a little more a little a little more than a handful of times this year and. Or I guess last year, I should say. Um, and, you know, most of the theaters were empty. 
you know, and, and Bond was really the first movie that had an almost full theater that I saw. And then um, this was packed. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and it was just kind of cool. You know, I, I was just like, you know, I was I, I was, just, you know, hooting and hollering and applauding, too, because, you know, there were great moments in this movie to just enjoy. And it felt really good to have like a full crowd in the movie theater again, opposed to going to an empty theater. I mean, listen, I'm all for empty theaters. George, I know you are, too. Um, but it, it, it was kind of nice to have a full theater again, uh, even if it was. Yeah, I mean, every time I went, the theater was the theaters are at least three quarters full. So, um, you know, but, I, you know, I went we went and saw Wonder Woman 84 and that movie theater was empty. Like, you know, and then. Yeah. Um, I think the next movie I saw in theaters after that was Army of the Dead. That had about maybe that might have been like a third of the way full. I was I was surprised how, but that was also a limited release as well. And then like Black Widow had an okay crowd, but like there was like nobody in my Suicide Squad viewing, and Shang Chi wasn't very full. Eternals didn't have really anybody. Ghostbusters unfortunately didn't have anybody. But I'm also seeing a lot of these movies on matinees too. But still. You know, um, it was great though. It was great, and uh, and this movie made a billion dollars, which is fucking insane. I mean, it deserved it, but I think it puts puts this, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? It puts um, can't use the COVID excuse for movies anymore because a lot of people are doing that. You know, and I'll say like a lot of people are saying it with like the Suicide Squad. They're like, well, COVID. It's just like, well, this variant was more potent than the Delta variant, and people were still like, fuck it, I'm gonna go see Spider Man. You know, so. Um, nah, uh, HBO, HBO Max basically killed every Warner release this year. I mean, that's true. That did kill a lot of their movies. But the problem is also outside of like Dune and that might be it <laughs> of theatrical releases. Most of the Warner movies weren't very good this year or last year, nah. you know? So, yeah, I mean, that's what's going to happen when you don't put good movies out. And then you put you day and date them. They're not going to make a lot of money. So hope it was worth it. But um, all right, let's uh, let me start here. This is this is the um, I believe the twenty seventh MCU film. My God, I can't believe we're twenty seven. Has to be right. Something like that. Yeah, hold on. Well, I'm talking. I'll, I'll pull. I have I have the. It'll tell me. Um, so I mean, we're going strong here in the MCU and, and it's just it's just kind of wild to think we're like where we're at. And um yeah, 27 films and um man, it's crazy. Uh so Spider-Man No Way Home. <clears throat> Obviously it's the third of the Tom Holland trilogy. Um wasn't a real big fan of Far From Home. George, I don't even know if you saw it, did you? Bits and pieces. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't blown away by it. Yeah, you're not missing anything. Uh I've I've never hated Homecoming, but I was never impressed with it, but I've come around to it. But this movie was just, I mean, what a way to end a trilogy. I mean, this is just, you know, people need to look at this movie and to, to end trilogies, you know. So, uh, it, you know, it was released. Uh, it's uh, that's what I'm thinking of. Its premiere was December 13th of, of last year, 2021. Its uh, premiere in the States was December 17th, 2021 on a budget of $200 million. And a box office. Uh, let me see if this Wikipedia is current. Okay, it is. Um, so it's box office intake at the moment right now, uh, January, would it be not, is it the ninth, eighth, ninth, something like ninth. that? Um, we are at $1.536 billion. That is insane. 
Yeah. How much money? It's all, yeah, it's also the eighth highest grossing film of all time as of right now. That's insane. In a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this has blown every... I mean, Bond made a decent amount of money. You can't deny it. Um, I mean, that you know, I think during a pandemic, without a pandemic, I think Bond would have made a bill, close to a billion, I think. Um, well, that's not the only reason why it didn't make. No, but I'm sure, I think it hurt, though. And, and a lot of people in the States didn't go and see it. Um, yeah, I mean, well, well, that and also, I mean, the fact that it was released a week early in mm-hmm. London and um, the fact that the movie was delayed four times mm-hmm. and then by the time it came out, uh, if you were, if you weren't lucky enough to avoid the spoilers uh, and you saw how the movie ended, it definitely probably turned off a lot of people for wanting to go see it. It's possible. So. It's possible. Um, now, Spider-Man I, No Way Home, right? We're sitting at $1.5 billion. If this movie was going to get released in China, which I thought it was, and apparently it's not, this movie would easily crack $2 billion. Mm-hmm. Easily crack $2 billion. Um, so let's get back to the list here. Directed by John Watts, written by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers, uh, produced by Kevin Feige and wild hair Amy Pascal. Uh, music by Michael G- Michael Giacchino from a good old Riverside, New Jersey. Um, yeah, uh, I'm indifferent about him. Some of his stuff he does pretty good job, but some of the stuff like uh, Rogue One, I did not like the score of Rogue One at all. Um, <clears throat> starring Tom Holland, Zendaya, Ben Cumberbatch, Jacob Batalon, 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 John Basinger, Basinger. Uh, the savior of Star Wars, John Favreau, uh, Jamie Foxx, Willem Dafoe, Alfred Molina, Benedict Wong, Marissa Tomei, uh, Tony Revio- Ravioli, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Riva Laurie, uh, Andrew Garfield, and the king himself, Toby Maguire. Um, Toby Bully Maguire. Mm-hmm. God, I wish we would have gotten Could that be, be fucking hilarious if Bully Maguire came through that portal instead of him? He's like, yeah. I'm gonna rub you some. I'm gonna put some dirt in your eyes. I'll like, put some dirt in your eye. <laughs> um, now, like, like, like he looks at the, he looks at Green Goblin. He's just like, you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, after they start fading away, he's like, see it, chump. <laughs> <laughs> got to I, I need it edit. Somebody's got to put this up on YouTube. It's, it's gonna. I, I'm t- as, as soon as this movie hits home release, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna be galore. Gotta I'm be. telling you. Oh, the Polynesian Spa. No, oh, the Polynesian <laughs> Spa. Come on, New Zealand. Try something different. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, you know, before we dive deep in, well, let me you know, let me do the Rotten Tomatoes scores because this is massive. This is a ninety-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes with the audience score. This is the highest rated comic movie of all time, audience-wise. Ninety-eight percent. That is insane. And it's at a ninety-three with with critics. Not that I care about the critics. But I believe it's also no, I don't. I don't think that's the highest critic score for a comic book movie. But that's the highest audience score, absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. Of but you, you know there are some certain movies like you have to take in consideration, like like um, Shang Chi has a high Rotten Tomato score, but it doesn't have like a ton of verified ratings. You know what I mean? Because it was released over like Labor Day weekend, so like like the ratio was not like this has twenty five thousand verified uh ratings which i think is bullshit how they do it anyway because if you don't buy your ticket through fandango you're not verified and even the times i buy through fandango it still doesn't let me verify my ticket so um 
it's a it's just still just a bullshit way. Uh, it's a ninety seven percent with the an entire audience though. So, um, I think it's crazy. So, um, so be- before we get in, before we actually start the actual review itself, George, I have a question for you because I think you and me were pretty um, not really on board with Tom Holland as Peter Parker, Parker and Spider Man. Did your opinion change at all on him in this movie? No, no. Because here's the because here's the thing with this one. And spoiler alert, obviously, mm-hmm. I got to see him against two other Spider-Mans at the same time. And no disrespect at all to Tom Holland, but I'm sorry, compared to the other two, he really it, in my opinion, it, he he held his own to a point, but it's just the other two have such a I feel like a mastery of the character mm. and the full understanding of like a Peter Parker that like, I got it with those two with him. It's, it, it, I don't want I don't want to speak ill about it because I know his portrayal is, is done definitely, but he almost felt like he was a, a, a Spider-Man cosplayer compared to right. the other two. Um, now I've, I've always stated that I like Tom Holland in like civil war, even though I don't, I'm not a big fan of the movie. I thought he was good in Civil War. I thought he was good in Infinity War. Um, and he really didn't really do anything in Endgame. Um, I didn't mind him in Homecoming, but like I it, I think this is a movie where he, he has come into his own as Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Um, so and, and of course, obviously, at the end of the movie, he makes his own traditional Spider-Man suit. So hopefully this is where he can take now where he did with this movie, which I do think he came into his own. And maybe as he progresses into the character, he really does become a great Peter Parker and Spider-Man because I think he's on the trajectory to become that. Um, you know, I just uh, up until this, I, I was he was real hit and miss with me, especially because I thought Far From Home was a terrible movie. Uh, <laughs> it's absolutely one of the I think it's one of the worst of the MCU. Um, so I, I think he did a great job in this, and I think he is on the right trajectory to like be he could become the best peter parker spider-man uh if his movie like if if spider-man 4 is as good as this and he is you know we don't have you know he doesn't have any reason to be iron boy jr or something because yeah i i I did not like the fact that he was so reliant on tony stark for his tenure as spider-man leading in this movie it it just i didn't like it you know i i didn't like the iron spider suit um Every time he got into trouble, boom, there was Tony Stark. And, and you know, it was just like, you know, let's let's get him to struggle a little bit. And I think that's where yeah. we're going to go now with him. I think we're going to see him really try to like he's going to start to struggle and really deal with the fact that like now at this point, I mean, nobody knows who the fuck he is. You know, what I mean, yeah. he's all alone in the world if you really think about it. So, um, <clears throat> Dean, um, before we jump into this, I have some uh, late breaking news Oh God! in the uh, in, our, in the entertainment world. Uh huh. Um, Bob Saget has passed away at 65. Are you serious? Yeah. My, uh, one of my coworkers just sent me the link. That's like why I was sitting here all like shocked face for the last few minutes. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I wonder if he was, uh, I wonder if he died of NyQuil and cocaine. Good Lord. What? He made the jokes in his standups all the time. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Uh, I mean, possibly he said there's no signs of foul play or drug use. 
Hmm. Maybe he had like a heart condition or something like that. That's possible. They said uh, uh, there was a he. They were responded to a report of an unresponsive man in a hotel room, hmm. and it was uh, it was it was Bob. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I mm-hmm. wasn't a. I'm, I don't love Full House. I mean, uh, I mean, it is what it is. But he was a great comedian. You know, America's Funniest Home Videos. He was a narrator on How I Met Your Mother. Um, I, I would say I think he's a TV, you know, TV and a comedic legend, and that's, that's a real shame. Rest in peace to Bob Saget. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And he was just starting his tour too, his new tour. Oh wow, yeah, it's crazy. That's a shame. Oh, uh, and I just got a text from Gretchen. She said we're in agreement. It's Dean's fault for Bob Saget, right? No, 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 no. no, no. So, all right. No, no, no. No. I said, like, well, Dean says no. Fuck you, Gretchen. <laughs> But uh, yeah, um, it just uh, it just came across. I don't mean to sour our uh, our good times here, but uh, Jan- I'm telling you, man, January's man, you gotta watch them. They are they are mm-hmm. people die in January. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, I mean, we they, they don't die in the other eleven months. Only January. <laughs> well, January seems to be when all like you know the big names die. So I mean, yeah. look, look, rest in peace to Betty White. We lost her what a week and a half ago. Um, on on uh, New Year's Eve, yeah, yeah. So you know, uh, Sydney Poitier, and then there was somebody else too. Um, hmm. mm. I'm sure we'll think of no no disrespect, um. but but you know, we've lost a couple couple of greats. Um, so that's a shame. That's a real shame. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, all right. Let's uh, George. You want to, you want to take this away, and we'll, uh, we'll yeah we'll, jump right we'll, in here as we go as we usually do. Good to be back, everybody. Yep. Good to be back. After Quentin Beck frames Peter Parker for murder and reveals his identity as Spider-Man, which was at the end of Far From Home, Parker, his girlfriend MJ, his best friend Ned Leeds, and Aunt May are interrogated by the Department of Damage Control. Lawyer Matt Murdock gets Parker's charges dropped, but the group grapples with negative publicity. After Parker, MJ, and Ned's MIT applications are rejected, Parker goes to the New York Sanctum and asks Stephen Strange for help. Strange suggests a spell that make people forget Parker as Spider-Man, but it is corrupted when Parker repeatedly. Oh, hold on, sorry. I, I looked away for a second. When Parker repeatedly requests alterations to let his loved ones retain their memories, Strange contains the spell to stop it from working and makes Parker leave. So um, the movie picks up right where No Way Home, or, or not No Way Home. This is No Way Home. We're far from home left off. Yeah. Yeah, right, right at the end where. Uh, where J. Joe Jameson is no longer requesting pictures of Spider-Man. He's uh, blown up Spider-Man's spot. I'm telling me it's Peter Parker. And yeah, they're going through the city and they end up back at uh, Peter's apartment where we get kind of this, I don't know, I, I guess it was just there to kind of have Happy Hogan in the movie, this uh, breakup between Happy and Aunt May, mm-hmm. which I, I honestly could have done 100% without. It's just weird. Yeah. <clears throat> And you know the 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 DODC shows up, and they each one of them is interrogated about you know about Spider Man, and Aunt May is threatened with child endangerment because she knew about his actions as Spider Man, and you know, he's a teenager, so he you know obviously would fall under uh, uh, child endangerment because he's not a, an adult yet, no. if you will. Um, and then we get a massive cameo that nobody really saw coming yeah it was hinted at but nobody really believed until we saw it and that was the appearance of charlie cox's matt murdoch 
Yeah. Reprising his role from the Daredevil show. This was awesome. Everybody knows how much of a Daredevil fan I am. And of Mm -hmm. that show, not just just the character. And I thought this was great. Now, from what I understand, this was a reshoot. Uh, They added this in during reshoots um, because he was because of COVID. He wasn't able to actually like film the scene. So when they went back and did reshoots, they actually filmed the scene. So this almost probably didn't make it in the movie. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so <clears throat> but it was great it was great to see. uh how cool would it also have been, been ben affleck though that would have been even better because john favreau was foggy nelson in the 2003 daredevil so that would have been he could look at and be like you know you, you kind of look like somebody yeah and then they say something like yeah well he's much thinner yeah yeah because it was several years ago but, yeah, but that, that would have been great if it was ben affleck because i enjoy but, that movie i know a lot of people don't like that movie but i do enjoy the ben affleck daredevil film I haven't seen it a while. I really need to watch it again. It's, the director's cut's not bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. Jennifer Garner's Electra is terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's awful. But the rest of the movie is not bad. Ben Ben's a, Ben was a good Matt Murdock Daredevil. And, God, Michael Clark Duncan was a great Kingpin. And Colin Farrell Ooh, was a really God, good yeah. Guy, so. um, <clears throat> but, but anyway. Yeah. Love it. Uh, just a fantastic, fantastic camera we didn't see coming. And... I don't know about you, but like we're it had the scene of uh, a period MJ kind of like going all over the city trying to escape. Uh, I was getting a headache from that scene because the camera was just moving so much. I was like, I, I can't with this. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool though, uh, the way they did it though, especially when he went down to the uh, subway. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then we, you know, we there, there's uh, and, and as Matt Murdock tells him, it's like, listen, you know, you're you you're you're your charges have been dropped in the court of law, but you still have the court of public opinion to deal with, which is, you know, essentially what kills a lot of people, mm-hmm. uh, especially, and, you know, I'm sure that's to be a controversial statement, but, uh, but OJ Simpson, mm-hmm. he, he was, a he was acquitted of the murder of, uh, his wife and Ron Goldman. But I mean, if you, I mean, the guy's just living his life on Twitter now and he always posts yeah. up videos, but every time you like, look at the comment section, it's just like, murderer or some joke about like a knife or something else this is like it's like guys really like we're almost we're not almost 30 years from the oj trial yeah like it's you know it's one thing to like beat a dead horse but the this horse has been buried and it's just been dug back up just so they can keep beating it it's like all right just you know enough of that but that's but that shows how 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 bad the public can be yeah, once once the general public says you're guilty of something, it doesn't matter what the hell a judge says. Yeah. Now, the, the public thinks you're guilty. That's it. Like, that's yeah. it. Yeah, it's a real shame we never get that fourth naked gun movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't think we actually ever were again because the, the because that was supposed to be the, the, the because it was called the final insult. So I don't know if we're actually ever going to get a fourth naked gun movie. Uh, I guess not. Eh, whatever. Either way, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. So uh, after getting rejected from the, from MIT and every other, uh, college as well prepared you know they you know he it's all his fault because he was spider-man and and they helped him which i don't know how that's his fault i mean he could have said hey don't help me i'm spider-man i should be able to do this on my own but that goes back to what you said before about how uh how this peter parker never had any real struggle to deal with because there's always a safety net for him mm-hmm. and one of the big things with spider-man was the simple fact that nobody knew his identity 
it was it was it was it was one of the it was the biggest point of contention in civil war yeah and the comic civil war not not that bastardized version of civil war that we got in 2016 mm-hmm. but that was a big point of contention with the you know with them like taking off the mask and the people who wanted to keep the masks on it was a it was a whole thing yeah. so that's always kind of what bothered me a little bit anyway was that a lot of people knew that peter parker was spider-man you know and no, the other movies, that's not common knowledge. Yeah, am I coming in? Am I, am I coming in clear? No, no, you're there. Sorry. I was, okay. I was reading something, so. It happens. So then he goes to, uh, to Doctor Strange for help. And they really did. And, and this is another thing that, like, after the rewatch, I was just like, they didn't need to do this, like, at all. Which was having the, uh, the snow inside the sanctum. It, I mean, it was a good visual, but mm-hmm. what was the, what was the point? Yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. Especially like we all thought, but, but like we all thought that that was supposed to be, um, that that wasn't actually Doctor Strange. It was going to be like Mephisto. Yeah, and you know, and, I still think there was something up with Doctor Strange in this movie because there were definitely moments in this film where I was like, why is he acting so out of character? He didn't there's there definitely seemed to be like something up with him. Yeah, but then there's parts later in the movie where I'm like, that's like like that's very Doctor Strange like. Like yeah, you know. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it's just it's just one of those things where it, yeah. it like on the second rewatch, it was just more it was just a couple things I noticed where I'm like, they really didn't need like they didn't need to have snow inside the tank to be like, oh, so I forgot to do a seal spell and the blizzard from Siberia came in. It's like that that does nothing to the story. It doesn't bring anything in. I didn't know what <laughs> he did to Bob What's that? What'd you say? Wants to know uh, what you did to Bob Saget. Well, um, according to the last text message I got from Gretchen, she's blaming Kevin for Bob Saget's death. So, Good. I mean, I, I, that stands to reason. So, mm-hmm. but I, but but I digress. So, you know. Peter wants everyone to forget that he's Spider-Man. Although I don't know how having everyone forget that he's Spider-Man is going to help them get into MIT. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But whatever, it's a comic movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then Strange is like, "Oh, well, you 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 contested it, right?" He's like, "You can do that." Like calling the phone. He's like, "Yeah," and then he kicks him out because he didn't contest the uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the failure from MIT. Which I don't know. It's it's. I, I guess I, I guess Strange is probably pissed at the fact that Peter did not exhaust all options before going to him as like a last ditch effort. Probably. Yeah. All right. Let me continue on here. Mm-hmm. Parker tries to convince an MIT administrator to reconsider MJ and Ned's applications, but is attacked by Otto Octavius. Octavius rips Parker's nanotechnology from his Iron Spider suit, which bonds with his mechanical tentacles and allows Parker to disable him. As Norman Osborn arrives and attacks, Strange teleports Parker back to the Sanctum and locks Octavius in a cell next to Kirk Connors. Strange explains that before he was able to contain the corrupted spell, it summons some people from other universes who know Spider-Man's identity. He orders Parker, MJ, Ned to find and capture them. And they are able to locate and retrieve Max Dillon, who is Electro, and Flint Marco, who is Sandman. So we get we get our villains like right off the bat. So we get 
from the uh, Maguire universe, we get Otto Octavius, who was Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2, Green Goblin from Spider-Man 1, and Sandman from Spider-Man 3. And then we get Kurt Connors and Electro from Amazing Spider-Man 1 and Amazing Spider-Man 2, respectively. No Dane DeHaan, so that was the... That was the first choice. The, <laughs> so that was the first great choice that was made by this uh, by this crew. Hmm. And I I thought the the portrayal by all of the villains, maybe not Lizard and Sandman, just because there's really not much to them. Hmm. Uh, and from what I and from what I heard, uh, Risifan and uh, Thomas Hayden Church weren't even on set uh, yeah, because of COVID. So they were they well, were just, they were completely CGI y- characters. That yeah, they're current. They current they voiced them, but they yeah weren't, uh, they weren't there because of COVID. Also, um, at the end of the movie, I'm going to jump to the end of the movie real fast. When the I think I think I heard that the original version as with uh, you know when Peter the two Peters are going back to their worlds, <clears throat> they were supposed you were supposed to see Toby with um kirsten dunst um and like a baby or she was pregnant but she actually was pregnant in real life and because of covid she couldn't she she couldn't travel so they just oh. didn't use her in the movie so um that's a shame because i would have got a pop yeah so i'm really curious i'm really curious to see what this movie could have been uh to its fullest without this fucking pandemic so let's, I agree. Uh, let's go back yeah to but i thought uh, but i thought the the portrayals of Doc Ock, mm. Goblin, and Electro were top notch. Yeah, I really amazing like as always. Yeah, Jamie Foxx Electro was way better in this than he was in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, he redeemed himself. Oh my though. god! Oh, completely. Yeah. Like I want to see, I want to see more of him as Electro now. I really do too, honestly. Um, and uh, I mean, I don't hate the Amazing Spider-Man movie. To the, the second one, I think the first one's a good movie. Um, but I just didn't like. I guess if I had to choose between him and fucking Green Goblin, I would choose Electro because that Dame DeHaan's Green Goblin was awful. Just oh yeah, shit. Um, and uh, and Paul Giamatti's right now. Don't forget that. I'm all for them. I'm all for more more, uh, more Paul Giamatti. But um, and uh, and uh, we'll get we'll get we'll get. To but yeah, I loved yeah. absolutely loved Jamie Fox in this film, and I like Jamie Fox anyway. So. I thought he was great in this. True, true redemption for his for his character in this. And who didn't who didn't love when Doc Ock showed up? It's just like, oh my god! Man. And then it was great. Oh, dude! Like like I told you and Chris when when I saw this movie, because uh, I I was just like, Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn, Green Goblin could be the best combo casting of all time. Mm. Could be. Could be. Anyway. I think it's easy. I think it's easily top three. Yeah, definitely. I, I think, definitely think he's I, I, the cast of villain I, of all time. I think you put him behind if you're doing uh, best case of comic book characters, I think he sits behind Patrick Stewart's Charles Xavier and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Mm. If you want my honest opinion. Yeah. Who did, I love that at the end of the movie with him and Peter Fight, he was just like, and he pulls the knife out. He's like, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love Willem Dafoe. Yeah, he's so good. Yeah. So uh, as I was telling you, as I was telling you in the uh, uh, in the theater, but he, I didn't want to repeat myself because we were in the theater. Yeah. He should. 
he should have like showed him. It's like, oh, we already have a Green Goblin. He'd be like, not like this, you don't. Like a reference to uh, like a reference to his Volca when it's like, oh, I already have one of those. Not like this, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm gonna really, get to see more of him as Volco in uh, Aquaman too. So maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll actually get like a a fight scene, like a battle scene. Maybe after seeing in this, James Wan's gonna be like, all right, let's get this guy a shot. I hope the Aquaman 2 is good. It's like the only thing I'm really looking forward to with DC. Well, James Wan, I think, still has full control over it. So, yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I haven't heard too much coming out of it, but uh, you know, I did hear that they were having trouble uh, putting, um, filming some of the stuff that they wanted to do. Just like they, they were realizing that some of the stuff they wanted to do, they just like could not film it. It was like impossible to do. So. Oh, just like logistically impossible to yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, 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 how do we like, I don't know, make this giant. I, I don't know, but it, it wasn't like, like, it wasn't like drama, but they were just like, man, we might yeah. not, this, this might be impossible to film. Yeah. It's probably possible to film because Jason Momoa can't actually breathe underwater. And he wanted to get some, he's like, I want to get some actual action shots. It's like, no, you can't actually do this stuff underwater, James. Mm. It's like, ah, come on, come on. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. Anyway. Right yeah. Um, but when they showed up, uh, when when Green Goblin and uh, Doc Ock showed up, I was yeah. I was immediately invested back into this movie because I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. Like after going through like that second, like that that first part of the movie again, I was I kind of was checked out. Yeah, <clears throat> because there, I mean, like because I knew what was coming, I was still invested, but. I mean, if it didn't turn out the way it did, I, I probably would not have the same feelings about this movie. Yeah. But, I mean, we, we knew Doc Ock was showing up from the trailer because they, they, I don't want to say they spoiled it, but they showed it. So we knew it was coming and we knew Goblin was going to make an appearance because we saw the pumpkin bombs. So it wasn't a surprise. So, so all the villains that we got, nothing was a surprise. Like we, like we knew who was coming. Uh, the one thing I did not like, and I kind of wish they would have just kind of filmed something just to have it, was a fight scene between Doctor Strange and Lizard. Yeah. Because we're just going off the explanation. Uh, I, uh, I, this guy was in the sewer, and I fought him, and he's here. And then Doctor Strange has a scratch on his cheek. It's like, I'd like to have seen how that came to be. It's, it's like, all right, I guess this is where we are. Well, like I said, though, I mean, you know, with things with this predominantly filming during the pandemic, I'm curious of what was originally not in the film and what was added in post. And like, maybe that that could have been something they, they wanted to do, but couldn't because of COVID. Who knows? You know? Yeah. <clears throat> like, yeah. I don't think we'll ever know what, like, you know, how much COVID hindered mm. this movie. There was there was concept art that, that was circulating around today that apparently America Chavez was supposed to be in this movie. Uh, she's making her debut in Doctor Strange too, but apparently she was supposed to be in this movie. So um, I heard I heard a rumor that she was actually the one. <clears throat> excuse me, she was actually the one who um, fucked up the spell, not Doctor Strange. Hmm. So because this because Doctor Strange was originally supposed to come out before this, but because right. they changed directors it pushed the movie out to come out after this. So, mm-hmm. you know, who knows what originally could have happened had things gone according to plan, you know, Dr. Strange coming out and then, and then this, so I, who knows? Yeah. Who, who knows? So. Mm-hmm. 
Osborne reclaims control of himself from his split green goblin personality. He goes to a feast building where May comforts him before Parker retrieves him. While discussing their battles with Spider-Man, Osborne, Octavius, and Dylan realize that they were pulled from their universes just before their deaths. Strange prepares to reverse the contained spell and send the villains back to their respective universes, but Parker argues that they should first cure the villains' powers and insanity to prevent their deaths upon their return. Parker steals the spell, traps Strange in the mirror dimension, and with May, takes the villains to Happy Hogan's apartment. He cures Octavius, but Osborne's goblin persona takes control and convinces the uncured villains to betray Parker. As Dylan, Marco, and Connors escape, Goblin fatally injures May. Before she dies, May tells Parker, with great power, there must also come great responsibility. So it took us three movies to get that line, but we got it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm okay with the fact that they, ha- you know, they had her do it. it. It doesn't bother me. This is my issue with it. Mm-hmm. Because, this is, because remember, in, when the first movie came out, or even in Civil War, when, um, when, it was, when he was talking about, when he basically was saying with great power comes great responsibility, but not actually saying the words. Mm-hmm. And then when they said that they weren't Cassie and Uncle Ben, and they're like, well, why aren't they Cassie and Uncle Ben? And then people are arguing, it's like, oh, well, how many times Uncle Ben have to die on film to say it? It's like, mm-hmm. but that's the catalyst for why Peter does what he does. Yeah. It's the same thing of why, it's the same thing of why we always see the Waynes die on screen in a Batman movie, because it's the, it's the catalyst that, drives them to do what they do so now that argument holds no weight because all you did was change the was change the uh parental figure that died so instead yeah. of uncle ben it was aunt may but the result was still the same so mm. the whole argument how did times grow soon it's like all you did was just change the person it's mm. the argument hold doesn't hold any weight now i still would like to have seen uncle ben at, at, at the very least because eh, why not yeah It'd be like it'd be like them doing a Batman movie, but only Thomas Wayne dies. Yeah, he's like, oh, I, I never married. Uh, Martha was a, a, a one nighter in Tacoma, <laughs> and then and then I just took the baby and, and gave her money to to, to shut up. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I digress. We'll get to it. Um, I do like the fact that Osborne's still fighting with the Goblin persona. Yeah. You know, he's still, you know, still struggling with it, but it's not known when the goblin took over, but I feel like he was probably in control the entire time. Probably. I would assume, but as soon as he saw the, the, the feast building with, uh, with Spider-Man on the outside, that's probably when goblin kicked back in and he's like, all right, let's just play it cool and mm-hmm. get some donuts. Yeah, probably. But I, and it, I also love the acting of Willem Dafoe. I mean, it's mm-hmm. part of the reason why I love this movie is because he's just, you know, he's sitting there when he's at the table and he's like, no, there's somebody else living in my house. Oscorp doesn't exist. Like, you know, it's, it's basically how anybody would react being in a new universe where you don't exist. Mm-hmm. You know, how would we react if we were pulled from where we were into another place that looked exactly alike, but we don't exist. You know, no house, no, you know, no family. And it played up really well to the point that it was just, you know, it's just great Willem Dafoe acting. Mm-hmm. I, I really love that part. And then I, when he's sitting there talking to May, when, when, when Pearson is talking to May and he's like, Oh, you know, I have to send these people back. And she's like, no, you have to help them. And he's like, no, it's not my, you know, it's not my responsibility. And then goes back to Dr. Strange. And he's like, wait, we have to cure them. It's like, what, what changed in the drive over? Yeah. <laughs> 
what changed in the drive over? And also one of the things I, I didn't like, and you and I had discussed this before, it was in the trailer, is when they were laughing at Otto Octavius's name. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just diminishing to the character, but uh, I mean I'm a I mean it, it is it is a silly name. I mean I'm not I'm okay with it. I mean, I don't, I don't want to nitpick too much. <clears throat> I mean, Flint Marco is a silly name too, because whose yeah. first name is Flint? Yeah, they're all silly but, names. Yeah, it's Mark. Yeah. Happy. Hogan. I like how the. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Happy Hogan. <laughs> so the nickname his name's Harold or Howard, whatever. Who who gives a shit? Harold, I believe. Harold. Yeah, he looks like a Harold. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the? What did you think <laughs> of? What's that? This is a good picture. <laughs> was that uh was that from the, the beginning of Iron Man three? Yes. <laughs> should have kept that hair throughout the entire series. I agree. Or or when he showed up at May's uh grave at the end, he should have had that hair again. Like, oh I just I want to change it back. Yeah. <laughs> uh what did you think of the fight between Peter and uh Doctor Strange in the mirror realm? I thought I love everything in the mirror realm, even in uh you know, in, in Doctor Strange. I, I think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I thought it was really well done, and the it shows how smart Peter is. He's like, "Oh, it's just geometry." Mm-hmm. And now I'd be useless doing that because he was like, "Oh, it's just geometry." I'd be like, "What about basic math?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like listen, we could talk about uh, we could talk about geometry all we want, but have you heard the two plus two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like ah. <laughs> Rocky, Rocky two plus Rocky five because Rocky seven, Adrian's revenge. <laughs> yeah, that's that's basically would have been my math. Yeah, it wouldn't have helped you in the mirror realm now. No, no, no you, you live there now. That's just where you are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, seeing Otto go back to normal was was great to see. Mm-hmm. And how like grateful he was that he was finally back to normal, yeah. and it shows that when they that when they were casting these actors back for the for that original Spider Man run, they were grabbing just actors like actors actors, <clears throat> not just people who look the role. They you know Alfred Molina is a classically trained actor, as is yeah. Willem Dafoe. You know, you can they they're extremely versatile actors, and once again it's just it's just on display here yeah which is we really haven't heard too much from Alfred molina in the last couple of years right uh, like i don't from what i understand he is largely retiring from acting and this is one of his final roles from what i understand right. uh, he 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 does a lot of stuff on stage right like for broadway uh, yeah. and such i would imagine yeah is he I, I assume he just wears those uh those dr octopus tentacles and does fiddler on the roof I hope like so. in that clip that we saw yeah i hope so um but this actually my favorite scene that's coming up is when they're creating the cure and peter just kind of gets like that like but at least the way we see it it almost looks like he's in a fog Mm -hmm. when he's just trying to figure stuff out and then all of a sudden he flicks the web over at uh over at uh norman yeah and then Norman looks back, and then Norman looks back, and it's like, "Oh no, that's a neat trick." Yeah, that like, term was great. Oh my god, it was beautiful. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I agree. Along with Sandman wiping the sand off the couch when he sat down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. 
and Maze does may basically died the same way Goblin sort of did in the first one, just yeah. except she didn't get impaled. I assume the the, the glider just did did something. Mm-hmm. Killed her. Yeah, hit her. I don't know. You know, punctured her organ, yeah. something like that. I guess. And then she didn't know she was bleeding, and then she was bleeding. So it was a whole thing. Ned discovers that he can create portals using Strange's sling ring, which he and MJ use to try and locate P- Parker. Instead, they find alternate versions of Parker from the villain's universe who were also summoned by Strange's spell and who are nicknamed Peter 2 and Peter 3. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's Peter 1 and Peter 2. Let's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's get this shit right. Mm-hmm. The group finds this universe's Parker, nicknamed Peter 1, who is ready to give up and send the villains home. The alternate Parkers share stories of losing loved ones and encourage Peter 1 to fight in May's honor, and the three Parkers develop cures for the villains. Um, Another great scene is just, you know, is, is when the other two Peters show up. The one, and this is one of the things that upon rewatch, I really kind of had an issue with was mm-hmm. the fact that Ned knows how to use a sling ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he can just do that now. That's just a thing for him. Yeah. And I don't want to go with this bullshit. Oh, well, he's magic. No, that's, that's the lazy way out. Like, it's just... Because Stephen Strange like practice a while with the ring to get it, and Ned can just do it by dicking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will but. say though, I mean, he does learn how to use magic in the comics, so I'm not entirely angry about it. But it did seem a little too convenient. Yeah, that's that's kind of my issue with it. Yeah, that he just. And uh, I mean, the whole like that throwaway line, it's like, oh, my mother says I'm magic and my hands tingle sometimes. Like, oh, you should see a doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, I let's see, d- don't, don't give me that as your reason for Ned being able to use the sling ring. That's not, that's not how that works. That's like saying, well, my mommy says I'm handsome, but you're still ugly as a, you're, you know, still ugly as a barefoot. So that's. I wonder if, um, <clears throat> I wonder if they're actually going to do it with how they did it in the comics when and he actually becomes an apprentice of Baron Mordo, not, uh, not Doctor Strange. So maybe he does become a villain still. Well, yeah, isn't that leads one of the aliases for Hobgoblin? Yes. Um, so I don't know about your theater, but in my theater, when Toby came through the portal, everybody clapped. Oh, yeah. Same thing with Tom. Uh, not Tom. Uh, <clears throat> Andrew, too. People were like, oh, my God. And then, like, you could, everybody kind of knew at that point, like, okay, we know what's coming. And yeah. I, mean, I already knew what was happening, but um, yeah. But then, like everybody was kind of like, okay, here, like here it comes. Here you could feel it. Everybody was wait anticipating it, and then they were like, oh well, we gotta find the real Peter Parker, and then boom, here comes you know the best, real Peter Parker, best, part, best Spider-Man I've ever had. Yeah, came dancing through the portal. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> had to be no way to get these cranberries. <laughs> <clears throat> But um, it also is also good to see that uh, Andrew and Toby could still pull off that role easily because Andrew was, I mean, he, he was right back to form. It was like no time passed. And as we said before, I, I hope he gets his third movie and I hope the rumors are true that Venom is part of his universe. I mean, and I've been saying that since I first saw Venom, I was like, this like, fits perfectly with the amazing yeah. Spider-Man universe. But if Venom is part of the universe, then it also means that Morbius is part of the universe too. Mm-hmm. Well, there's 
there's Oscorp in Mor in Morpheus, Morpheus, Morbius, and Oscorp mm -hmm. doesn't exist in the MCU. No. So it's got to be the Amazing Spider-Man universe. And there's yep. there's a rumor. There's a, I don't know how true it is. But there's a rumor that one of the reasons why they pushed Morbius out to April, it was April, mm -hmm. is they're going to shoot an end credit scene with Andrew Garfield. I think I was the one that told you that rumor. <laughs> I've, I've seen that though. I've, I've seen oh, okay. That. So it's not. So it wasn't just me talking at my ass. No, I've seen that. You know, they they're claiming that they want to let the you know the uh, what's it called um, No Way Home box office breathe. It's like how much more breathing does it need? It's made. It's one of the highest grossing movies of all time. You know what I mean? If anything, that would be the time to to, to strike when the iron is hot with another Spider Man type movie. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think that's what I think that's true. I think that rumor is true. Um, and I keep hearing from reliable uh, scoopers who have gotten Marvel stuff right, not just Mikey Sutton, other people who got legit Marvel shit right, that they they are planning to bring back Andrew Garfield. And I don't think it's any coincidence that he did an interview last week and said he would love to come back for more Spider-Man movies. I don't think it's any coincidence. No. I think it's all. I think it all happens for a reason. I I would love Toby to come back for more, but truthfully, we do have a closure to Toby's story with Spider Man Three, whether whether people like it or not. Of course, I would love a Spider Man Four, especially because they were supposed to have a fourth movie. Like there was, they were getting ready to go into pre production before Sony canceled the movie. So it'd be kind of cool to get that, like an old man's, you know, like an older Spider Man movie, something we've never really gotten. But I'm I'm more concerned with with getting uh, Amazing Spider-Man three. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be I think it'd be a, a, a great kudos to Andrew to you know give him his third movie, let him let him to and, and I know we're I, I know we're both a little sour on the the idea, but uh, Keaton coming back for Batman's letting him end it his way. Mm. It'd be good to see to let them you know, let let Andrew end it his way. That's um yeah and i think that would be um i think that'd be a great a great kudos to him and also kind of a maybe like an i'm sorry from the franchise like you know hey sorry we lost faith in you mm -hmm. you know here's this here's a truckload of money you're gonna make more because this will make bank mm -hmm. especially if especially if uh tom hardy's venom is involved in it oh good lord so yeah, like let Tom be the MCU Spider-Man. He's he's perfect for the MCU. And let Andrew continue with that Venom verse um and take it on those villains and, and I guess slowly build up. And the only question I gotta ask is I have no idea what they're planning to do with Vulture because he's obviously one of the best MCU villains, but he also is popping up in Morbius. So like I'm super confused. <laughs> Maybe that's that universe is uh vulture maybe could be i mean it's entirely possible they, that they're both just keaton just mm. maybe uh maybe the, the maybe the garfield version of vulture actually wears the vulture suit and not like mechanical wings <laughs> like the green leotard with the uh so basically like the man <laughs> suit but green yes <clears throat> that'd be cool uh let me uh sorry i'm my phone went to sleep, so I got to get back to it. Here we go. The group lured Dylan, Marco, and Connors to the Statue of Liberty. Peter 1 and Peter 2 cure Marco and Connors while Octavius arrives to help 
cure Dylan and Ned free strange from the mirror dimension with a portal goblin appears and unleashes a unleashes the contained spell which begins pulling more people in from other universes strange attempts to hold them off while an enraged peter one tries to kill goblin peter two stops him and peter three helps peter one inject this is so confusing i should really just get use their names uh, inject goblin with the with the cure restoring osborne's sanity holland realizes the only way to protect the multiverse is to erase himself from everyone's memory and request that strange do so while promising mj and ned he will find them again the spell is cast and everyone returns to their respective universes, including Eddie Brock, who leaves behind a piece of the Venom symbiote. Two weeks later, Parker visits MJ and Ned to reintroduce himself, but decides against it. While mourning at May's grave, he has a conversation with Hogan and is inspired to carry on making a new suit to review, to resume his vigilantism. Finn, but that's a lot to break down. So, so we'll get back in that. What did you think of that Statue of Liberty fight? I thought it was great. There was a moment for a split second. I thought Hugh Jackman's Wolverine was going to show up. Really? Because of X-Men 1 took place on top of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, so yeah. I assumed it was just going to open like right from that spot, you know, yeah. like a pool was going to open. He was going to be right there or like close up being like, what the hell? Or, or, or like going, what the fuck? But yeah. before he says, fuck, you know, he goes back in, you know, yeah. that would have been. There's that would have been great. He's making a cameo in Doctor Strange too, because I hear Doctor Strange two is going to be just yeah. absolutely bonkers. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so we'll mm -hmm. see. Um, also, a great moment of redemption for Andrew Garfield when he got to save MJ when she felt the scaffolding, because uh, as we see, he's fifty percent on saving women falling from things. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. hey, that's uh, I mean, he's batting five hundred. He's batting five hundred. Although it would have been great when they were when they were on, they were talking about how they lost their loved ones and, uh, and, and boy McGuire somehow when uncle Ben died. And when Andrew was talking about Gwen Stacy, if he mentioned Gwen and then Peter looks over, it's like, Oh, I got to go Gwen Stacy too, but I call her mommy. <laughs> <laughs> mommy. I'm webby. <laughs> <And gooey. laughs> uh, for those of you who don't get the joke, it's because Bryce Dallas Howard was Gwen Stacy in Spider-Man three. <clears throat> And there is a, a an unnecessary group rolling around on social media uh, can call call mommy posting for Bryce Dallas Howard. I don't know where this started, but God oh, bless them. They make some they make some funny memes. Yeah. Um, but I I digress on that. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't expect Doc Ock to show back up. You did. I didn't. No, I, I thought that he was going to go and then that was going to be kind of it. Maybe really? sharply after the fight, but hmm. I didn't expect him to show up in that way of like helping them with, uh, with Electro. Right. Hmm. Which, uh, this is a massive upgrade from the blue that he was. Well, they based it off the ultimates. Um, but no, this is definitely a better look for, hmm. for the character. So, um, and again, I thought it was great. I like when he was just like, you guys are just going to stand there acting like I'm not butt-ass naked. He, that was the like, one was, thing. Sam was yeah. just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam was like, I am. <laughs> but that was the one thing where I'm like, he's getting too much into Jamie Foxx. Like, yeah, I think a lot like, of Jamie Foxx. Like we said, it's like, it's like, it's, it's where he's like, I guess like, I got a question. These are Legos. Like, that, 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 that didn't need that. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Because I think it showed that he, I think it was showing that he didn't trust Peter because he's a kid. 
And he was just right. like, mm, I don't trust this guy. But I think I think a lot of Jamie Foxx's stuff was ad libbed. And I thought he did a great job. Yeah. I mean he's a he's a fantastic comedian. I take nothing away from that. Yeah. Yeah. But so um if you're if you're gonna play it the one way, mm-hmm. stick to the one way. Don't don't veer off. Yeah. So um so be, before we before we uh you know end end the uh the review and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um so as it stands right now domestically, this is sixth all time. And I believe you said that at the beginning. Um, I said uh, eighth. It's eighth all time. Oh well, domestically it's six. I have. Oh, do- oh, it's yeah. oh eighth so worldwide. Eight, sorry, we are worldwide. Worldwide, yeah. yeah. So it's it's ten million behind Infinity War, and it is thirty two behind Black Panther. I really hope it passes Black Panther because it's such a better movie than Black Panther. Um, yeah. But it, I, I think it's definitely going to pass Infinity War. Like yep. this is insane. I'm I'm actually just looking at this list. I'm just like, wow, there's a lot of MCU movies on this fucking list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is insane how fucking in, in how much money these movies make. But yeah, I just think that's I, I mean, nothing yeah, ever going to pass yeah. Endgame and The Force Awakens, in my opinion. Yeah, I also like the I also like the uh, when they were just kind of sitting on the scaffolding talking to each other. Where it's like, see, like you guys fought aliens. I'm like, like I'm lame. I'm just lame. Like I had like yeah. a Russian in like a robotic rhino suit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, let's, let's just stop right here. You're not lame. You're amazing. Say that. Say I'm amazing. And I was like, that's. You might as well call him. Say, hey, just say you're the amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, like sitting. There, I'm, I, I first saw that. And I like looked over. I was like, ah, bros helping bros. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You may have all the time when you and me and Chris are uh, talking. Chris is Andrew Garfield. Chris is the Andrew Garfield of this group. He's like, ah, I'm lame. I just have, I just have wrestling, and I never seen Taffin. <laughs> he doesn't know. He's been, he's been waiting on bated breath for us to come back for podcasts. Yeah, yeah. We should just keep this and just not release it, just to, just to make him sweat. We'll just send it <laughs> to people. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've gone by a mail process now. We're just sending it to people's and, and not like email. We're we're gonna like make copies on CD and put it in envelopes and send them out. Yeah. The old fashioned way. Well, anyway, but, uh I was gonna say that's probably it, right? Yeah. Oh do you I have said, anything like I said do you have anything more on the ending that you want to uh that you wanna that you want to discuss? Um well like I said to you in the theater, um I think when he goes, man, I, I want to fight an alien. I'm really thinking that's an Easter egg for him fighting Venom. Oh, man, that'd be great. I really do. I have nothing to back that up. That's just my suspicion. But I think that's I think that's an Easter egg that he's probably they're probably going to bring him back to fight Venom. Part of me feels like it was all ad libbed. Like the, the like that whole the conversation between goes, the three of them. The line when he goes, I love you guys. That was completely ad lib. And apparently Tom Holland and, and, and Toby Maguire's reactions we're literally off the cuff. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. So. Couple, uh, couple points of interest, mm. and you'll test to this because we saw it the second time. Uh, is when after the fight between Doctor Strange and Peter, and Peter's talking about, "Hey, I'm going to cure you all." Um, you know, our technology here is you now advanced a little bit better. To which prompts Norman Osborn to say, ah, 
I'm something of a scientist myself. I'm something of a fucking retard myself. <laughs> <laughs> when I first saw it, mm. he said it, and Amy just walked in, and she'll attest to this. When he first said it, I yelled out in the theater, ah, he said it. Like, did my best Peter Griffin in that uh, cutaway. I did that, and Amy and her friend Rebecca just would not stop laughing after I did that. And then when we saw it the second time, and he did it, I yelled out, just like the meme. Mm -hmm. Which, I don't like to be that guy in theaters, but at the point that I saw the movies, I'm assuming everyone that was there, it was they, they were on repeat viewings. Yeah. So, I, who am I... Who am I ruining it for? It's probably been ruined for everybody else altogether, except for except for that uh, her friend Sean who was sitting next to you. That was his first time seeing it, so I kind of felt bad for ruining it for him. But but um, yeah, well, I don't care. No, that was, that was um, great. That was great because I actually and, don't remember hearing that the first time he and when I saw it. Yeah, I probably did, but I was probably that's why I go to see a lot of great movies more than once because that first time you're watching it, you, you don't take everything in at first. But when I saw it the second time, I was definitely like. <laughs> He did the meme. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then when the three, and then when the three peers point at each other when they're in the labs, like hit, 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 I'm like, ah, come on. Now, now, now you're just fucking with us. Yeah. <laughs> um. So did you notice the silhouettes up in the sky when Doctor Strange was closing the portals? I definitely saw Rhino. I definitely saw Craven, and I definitely saw Scorpion. Black Cat was up there too. Was she? Yeah. Yeah. So. Did Did you see the lizard when? Uh, when um the portals for when the portals first opened, yes, you actually saw the lizard, yeah, yeah. You didn't see the others, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, fantastic, like yeah. Just really well done. Just, just, just a fantastic movie. Uh, what's your favorite scene? Oof. Um, it it, it might be when when Peter re- when when his um. When Holland Peter, when his uh, spice sense kicks in on Goblin, mm. and he just reveals, and that whole fight between uh, between Goblin and Spider Man, oh, amazing, amazing. That's I mean that's my favorite scene for that. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a it's a toss up between that and when uh, and when the three Spider Man are talking uh, about losing their loved ones. Mm. Yeah, um, for me. I think I think it might be the scene where Toby and Doc Ock see them see each other for the first time. Mm. And he goes and he goes, uh, you know, uh, Professor, you know, Octavius, he goes, Peter. You're all grown up. How are you? Dear, dear boy, it's good to see you. It's just a touching moment. And and, and then the theme is playing in the background from the, the mm-hmm. Raimi movies. And I'm just like, yeah. it's 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 a perfect scene. It really is. You know, because the it's like, oh, how are you doing? It's like, I'm trying to do better. Yeah. yeah and it's... it's just like, because, you know, this is a, this is a Spider-Man who has lived for 20 years, almost since he hasn't seen Otto in 20 years. Mm-hmm. And this is an Octavius who, Obviously, I mean this. This you know, it was it was two thousand and uh, when did Spider Man two come out? Two four. It was two thousand. You know, two thousand four. Octavius might be two thousand four. Might be two thousand five. I don't know. Two thousand four. Octavius 2004. and uh, you know, two thousand twenty one. Peter Parker. So it was such. A, it was such a. 
I, I don't know. I just thought I thought it was a great scene. And there, I mean, listen, I think the I, I I give the movie a ten out of ten. Um, and um, I I haven't concrete put it in a ranking in the Spider-Man movies because I I think this and Spider-Man two are just equally as good as each other. So it's really just preference. Um, but do you have a, do you have a least favorite scene? I don't have a least favorite scene per se. There are a few things I probably could have did without. Like I didn't need that, uh, like happy and Aunt May, like uh, like awkward breakup moment. That I mean, it was there, but eh, right. uh, like we we really didn't do anything. And then Ned being able to use the sling ring just kind of. It was too convenient. I, you know, I'll agree with yeah. you. I think it's just a little too convenient that out of nowhere he knows how to use it. It's okay if he, if you want to allude to it and stuff like that, you know, but I just think he just, it, it was just so, it was so easy for him. And, and I just, yeah. it, it was too convenient, but not enough for me to knock the movie down from a 10. Um, so uh, what do you give it out of 10? Uh, my initial rating on it after I saw it was 10. Mm. After the rewatch, I think I'm going to go 8.5, okay. honestly, because of the convenient use of Ned with the slang ring. Mm-hmm. I think, as you said, I think it was, just, I think it was just way, it was just w- way too convenient. And this, this movie doesn't solve the Spider-Man problem with the, uh, with the MCU, which is that he does not have any of his own villains. That's true. His villains have all been the villain of somebody else or another version of Spider-Man, you know, Quentin Beck and, um, and Vulture, they were really, you know, after Stark cause they wanted that Stark tech. Yeah, it's true. And Spider-Man just kind of happened to you know, be there. And the five villains we got, I mean, we got five villains in this movie and they were all for different Spider-Mans. Like there wasn't any villain for him. Like the only villain he had in this movie, to be honest with you, was J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's, yeah. uh, I wish th- they would have brought back that, that ain't much. I wish they would have brought back Vulture for this and kind of gave us like a kind of a, a, a pseudo sinister six, but maybe, you know, maybe had, now he's is pissed off at Peter because he stopped him from stealing that shit. And, he was in jail. Now he's like, "No, nah, I'm going to kill you, Peter." That's it. Like, because I think that would have been cool. Yeah, but I would have. I mean, I know, like, you know, we'll he'll, he'll get his own version. It would have been what's that? Oppor- it would have been the perfect opportunity for Keaton to show up as the Vulture. Go, you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. It would have been perfect. Would have been perfect. Yeah, yeah. And then I have another one walk up and be like, "Oh, where does he get those wonderful toys?" Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I just I I have always felt that was a problem with 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 the Toby Spider Man no, and the fact that or with the or with the Holland Spider Man and the fact that the, like with the with this movie having Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire it completely buries Tom Holland and this is his movie. Uh, that's think- that's just I, like I, I get like very- he's the main I like I get he's the main Spider Man for this movie. Mm. But I feel like the reason why this movie made as much money as it did was because of it having those past films. I mean, you know, you know as well as I do how much those Raimi movies are beloved. Yeah, they are. I mean, we we got to live through those yeah. as teenagers when those movies came out, or at least when the first movie came out. I was twenty when the second movie came out, and no, I was nineteen. Oh yeah, teenagers. So like we were teenagers when it was, yeah. So, so we were teenagers when those movies came out. So like we got to kind of live through that and then we got to see them again and we're like, Oh, this is great. Like it's, it's that nostalgia boom. Mm-hmm. 
that works so well. Yeah. So I, I think it, I don't want to say it relied too heavy on the nostalgia because that was the point of it, but it kind of buried Holland Spider-Man in this movie. I still think he did a great job in the movie, though. And this is really, like I said, like I said in, in the beginning of the show, I think this is now him becoming re, becoming Spider-Man. This mm-hmm. he's got a real suit now. He's not relying on the tech. Yeah, you know he's alone. You know, and I think though I think I don't think that's I think there that spell is is there's something up with that spell. I think. Um, I think um, I think when Strange was casting it, I think he he I think he changed it. I. First things first. I think Strange. I don't think Strange wiped his own memory. Um, and second, I think he might have c- conducted the spell, but then I think he might have, as he was casting it, might have changed it to where, like, eventually, like, uh, MJ and Ned might remember who he is because she definitely right. gave that look at the end of the movie, um, like this. You know, something was off about him. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't just like, oh, bye, Peter Parker. And that was it. She gave that look like, like, hmm, something seems like deja vu or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Possibly. But, but, but I think that's all. I, I think whatever changes he did to the spell, that's what causes whatever happens in um, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> because it says that there are consequences to the spell. So, and we know it's not the first time that he's done this spell because he did it when he was talking about a party that they had. And Wong's like, "It's okay, remember that party?" And then Wong's like, "No." And he's like, "Exactly." Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess we'll see. So, um, as as we wind down the the show here, um, I'm gonna give everybody um my placement in my MCU rankings for this. I'm not gonna do my rankings. I'm just gonna, you know, kind of. I'll do like maybe like uh you know everybody knows that basically like my top like five movies have basically been you know Guardians two at like number five, Infinity War at number four, Captain America the Winter Soldier at number three, Guardians one number two, and Iron Man's number one. This movie has for the first time in I would say well when Guardian two thousand fourteen. Because Guardians 1, Captain America 2 came out in 2014. So for the first time in seven years, I made a massive change to my my rankings, my MCU rankings. And I put this movie at number two. Like, I, 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 I love it that much. And that, that's, I mean, that's, that's saying a lot because, you know, Guardians 1 and Captain America 2 have held fast that they usually bounce between two and three, those two. They, it just depends on my mood. But they've basically been two and three, you know, depending on my mood. For, for seven years it, it's it's that top three has not changed at all in seven years so for this movie to come in and go that high is um and that that was after my second viewing uh, i put it that high i was like yeah this is this is a great movie um and it has made my uh all-time top 10 list for comic book movies as well not sure where i'm gonna put it yet um again it's it's up there though so but uh george my, uh... put it in your mc rankings as of right now, it sits at number five, mm. but that was before I changed my opinion on the rating. Mm. So it may, it may change, but it won't drop out of the top ten. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Um, this I, there's no way there's no way this movie falls. Uh, I don't think there's any way this movie falls uh, anywhere south of ten. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm happy. I like unless like I unless like better movies come out, but that's uh, yeah. And that's how it is. Though, you know, I look at like mine and I'm going like, 
like you know i look at like when you said the other day like oh how do you have incredible hulk so low it's like better movies have just come out you know i mean it's not it's you know incredible hulk's at number 16 on my list that's not because i think it's a bad movie it's because i think there's 16 better movies in the mcu you know what i mean yeah i I love that movie so um but everybody um i think it's i think we can i think we can wind this down and call it a night um it was a really good review glad to be back uh we haven't decided what we're doing next week but we'll obviously you know i'm sure george will put a vague hint up at some point once we once we figure it out uh because those the vague hints are great um and uh, thanks for being patient with us, you know, um, with the holidays. And unfortunately, we weren't able to do Home Alone and Trading Places, um, you know, but it's a, it is what it is. What, what are you going to do about it? You know what I mean? You know, shit, life happens. Um, yeah. We're back. Uh, we're probably going to do, let me look at the calendar real fast because I'm going on vacation in two weeks. So, um, so pretty I think what we're going to do is you're going to get an episode on the 16th and the 23rd. Um, but we're probably definitely not going to have one for the 30th because I'm going to be out of town. So, and I just don't think we're going to get one done before I leave, but I don't see, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't have to just take a week off. So, uh, cause I'll be back on the second and that's plenty of time to watch a movie and record. So, um, so you'll probably, there'll probably be a week break for, for like the last week of the month. So, uh, cause I'm going to Disney. Um, so looking forward to that uh this week we should be back with biggie garagey and hopefully fingers crossed we'll be able to do station 007 since we've been on break since october for that so that'd be nice to get that in and maybe a second episode in before i go out of town um mm-hmm. but uh hey thanks for all the support everybody we're in our second we're in we're com- coming into our second year with the show um and uh couldn't be more happier with the way things are going so yeah um george good to be back yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I was worried for a little bit because we weren't doing it, and part of me was just like, "Are are, are we done? Like, are we not? Yeah. Well, like, have we have we quit?" <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, but, you know, you you started your new job. And yeah, I was working evenings. I start a new shift tomorrow. I'll be I'll be on days. Um, and then, like I said, uh, Christmas happened, and then I got COVID like right after Christmas. So it was yeah. just like, man, I just don't feel like we're like literally the day after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it was literally the day after Christmas. I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm dying!" So it's uh, insane, and it's still insane that we didn't get it because we yeah. were literally with you on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. So. That's what makes me think I might have gotten it the day after Christmas. Actually, yeah. well, I mean, we all know how my immune system is. So yeah, so uh, I probably had it for ten minutes. My body's like, "Yep, we're done here." Yeah, so they it just transformed into more gout. <laughs> right into the colon <laughs> shed so, it out but uh, anyway everybody um you know we'll 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 see you in a week thanks for your support uh and uh, i've been dean holtzapple i'm still george rogers and we will see you in the multiverse of madness yes